Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. What's up, y'all? It's your girl. And I'm so grateful that you're here, that you take the time to listen to my vocal word vomit on all things. And if you're new into this space, welcome to the community. I'm excited that you're here and you're sharing your energy and being a part of this deeper collective that's happening, even though we may not see each other, even though we may not have one-on-ones, face-to-face conversations, we are in this together because we feel it, right? We are on the same frequency and that is why you're here. You're tuning in, right? Tuning in. And this podcast is all about tuning into the frequency and the energy of this upcoming new moon and eclipse. So much, so much going on already. And so much to touch on that I'm going to really consolidate this in a very useful, practical way. But I'm also going to give a little bit of the back end information and framework so you can also begin to synthesize how this is showing up for you in your energetic world. So this new moon happening on Saturday with the eclipse is fascinating in in many senses. First, because it's happening on Saturday and Saturday is connected and linked with Saturn. Saturn is sometimes considered to be the reaper, sometimes considered to be linked to the death and the rebirth, boundaries, challenge, um, layers of, of, experience that require us to move differently link that up with the new moon which if you're looking at something that we can all relate to as the breath itself the full moon is like taking the breath in and the new moon is that breath out right so when we when that breath moves out of your body it doesn't have to be forced It lets go of what needs to be let go of. And there's almost this energetic like lull, like, ha, right? So when we link that with what eclipses energetically represent, which is to really shed the layers of the life we've been living individually, but also on a macro scale, the life that perhaps collectively we've been living that isn't giving us the leverage that we need to up-level. This could be forms of politics, forms of money, forms of beliefs, thought process, systems, all of that, which, if you think about it, can be connected to Saturn, right? Rules, responsibility, challenge, rigidity, structure, boundaries. Some of that structure and some of those boundaries have been forced upon us from this macro scale of 
government, but a little bit lesser than that culture, a little bit lesser than that family, a little bit lesser than that parents, school systems, thought processes, cultural norms, things we've all agreed upon. And when we begin to recognize those energetic influences and just what I've shared, what's going on, we're already able to kind of pinpoint certain things that are going on in the collective world, but now in our own world. And I'll share a personal story at the end, but what I wanted to also share with you that I found super fascinating is a lot of astrologers are calling this the ring of fire and the ring of fire first of course like the Johnny Cash song comes to mind right and we'll get into that next but the ring of fire is actually a Pacific belt and it's a path that goes along the Pacific Ocean and it's characterized by active volcanoes and oftentimes earthquakes. So this is an energetic part of Earth itself. And it's this it's considered to be this ring of fire and it goes all like it starts from like South America all the way up along the California coastline towards that the Pacific coast of Canada all the way all the way around. Whoops, I'm I just lost the map. Uh, let's find it again. And it, it rings around all the way around, even towards parts of Australia. Okay. And it, it literally, it's not a circle, but it looks like a horseshoe and you could Google this. And this is an interesting thought process for me because there's a lot energetically going on that is linking us to different parts of the world, right? And if you look at the map, you could see the equator and you could see that the equator is essentially right at that area where we can begin to see these different parts of North America, South America, and even Asia. So this is a very highly energetic and active area within the world, okay? Now, let's go back to this Johnny Cash song that was created. So Ring of Fire. And the origins of this I found on extrachill.com and typed in the Ring of Fire, what that really meant in accordance to Johnny Cash's song. And... When I read this, this was created in 1963. So this was an era and a time where consciousness was beginning to elevate. And I listened to my 2023 forecast reading, have to be honest, the amount of ums that I said in that recording was baffling. So I'm becoming a little bit more self-aware of how I speak. But I wanted to also mention that there are some really interesting links to what's happened thus far in 2023 and that forecast reading I was called to listen to it again uh there it is again so what I found was that the common belief about the ring of fire was a transformative power of love right so June wrote the song 
with Meryl while her and Johnny were in the early stages of falling in love. And as you may know, Johnny and June would go on to marry and live out the rest of their lives together, passing away in 20, uh, 2003 within four months of each other. So it was a deep, deep love that was very, very transformative. And there is so much going on right now in the world that this new moon connected with everything that I've already mentioned is almost like a lock and key to really open up consciousness, in my opinion. And through the power of love, through the lens of love, and here's the kicker that most people don't recognize. Love is possible because of the passion that comes with hate. Hate is passionate, but so is love. But it's the polarities of one another. And you, you really can't have a deep reverence and connection with love without that deep hate. And this is something that you might be experiencing at some level in your life. There are aspects of my life that I'm beginning to look at. And I'm like, gosh, I wish things were different. And then there's the polarity of that. It's like, no, I love where I am. That is normal, right? But what is happening we are feeling that within our own systems of our individual lives, but we're also feeling that in our own systems because we are feeling that and sensing that on a larger scale. I truly believe that we are truly in 5D and people might look around and be like, what the fuck are you talking about, Shelly? Like, are you nuts? What is going on? Like, how can you say that? But because there is passion... That passion has to be transmuted. And the Ring of Fire song is all about love, right? It's all about this transformative love. And we can't transform unless we hold love in our hearts, okay? And I have a two-year-old dog and I have a two-year-old son. The two-year-old dog brings me to levels of anger that I have never experienced However, love him. Same with my two-year-old. My two-year-old brings about a layer of frustration and anger that I have never experienced. And I've mentioned this before. And no, I don't beat him or anything like that, but I feel it bubbling up in me. But I love him, right? And it's that polarity that exists in order for us to transmute, but also in order for us to be as loving and be as passionate for what it is that we stand for. And I'm gonna read the ring, a lyric from The Ring of Fire. Love is a burning thing and it makes a fiery ring. Bound by wild desire, I fell into a ring of fire. And interestingly enough, so many people say they fall in love instead of saying they rise in love. And for me, the word transformation means a change in you, typically towards the positive, but it could also be a change towards the negative, depending on how you categorize an experience, right? Your perception of an experience. And this fire, fire can burn bullshit up. And fire also can lay the grounds for fertile grounds. 
And what I sense is happening is the fire is growing and building and it is going to reach a peak. It's going to reach a climax. And that climax is going to usher in almost as if it were like a clap. Like what I'm visually seeing is like, those supernovas that clash and then that burst of energy that expands, that's what's happening. And I've shared this on my Instagram. Be very, very protective of what is infiltrating your mind and what is infiltrating your emotions because they are super, super powerful and they expand beyond your body. They communicate beyond your body. And when we recognize that we are a part of either the momentum of something negative or the momentum of something alchemizing or the momentum of something positive and peaceful, we begin to come back to ourselves again, that new moon energy coming inward, reflective inward to recognize our part in this peace. Straight up, I had to pause this recording a couple times. The distractions are just wild these days. And I mentioned this on my story recently. It's like the distractions are redirection that is a part of the process. So here we are. So with all of that, I pulled up the chart for Saturday. And we got a lot of roommates going on. Couple things that I'm going to mention, and I'm going to do my best to really make this like wham, bam, bam, so you get it. But Mars, the aggregator, South Node, the time traveler, the moon, which is that mother, your inner mother and the external mother, the sun, which is your ego, and we could attach them. So we're going to go back to the moon. The intuition or the instincts, right? The sun is your ego, the personality, the persona that you put out in front of everybody. And then you have Mercury, which is how we're communicating it out through action, thought, emotion, all of that. Four of those placements are in Libra. Libra, the mediator, the communicator, relationships, right? And we have Mars in Scorpio. Scorpio is the death and rebirth, the transmutation, the Sphinx rising energy. So when we're going back to the anger, the um, frustration that is coming up for most people right now, that is there to be transmuted and transcended, right? To rise from the ashes because we are going to be stepping into the ring of fire. What is it burning up? It is burning up not to forget, right? It is burning up to forgive in order for us to not only forgive ourselves for the challenges and the things that we've done in our lives, but to forgive others, right? And forgiving doesn't mean that you forget and you pretend like everything's all hunky-dory. Forgiving severs the the heaviness that you're carrying about something that's weighing you down, okay? The South Node is like, we've been here before, y'all. Like, what is going on? How are you not recognizing the fucking patterns that keep happening, the cycles that keep happening in your life, 
right? In different ways, maybe, but also on a bigger scale. We have been through wars before. What have we learned from them, right? Fighting creates more discord, right? We have to, and I know that there are going to be people that are saying you can't reason with certain people. True, you can't. However, this is talking about first starting with you and not worrying about anybody else, right? So blast from the past steps in and is like, okay, let's go inward because we've been here before. Let's recognize what's going on. Let's find our solitude during this new moon and eclipse. Let's go inward. Let's go into our silence because that is where the answers are. That is where the answers are. You can seek, you can logic the fuck out of things, but the mind is just a database of everything it's ever experienced, seen, and have been in, filed away. Your body holds the answers and the truth, right? So then we have your intuition, the mother, the nurturer of the moon also in Libra, okay? That is, and and to make it clear, at 21 degrees, just like the sun at 21 degrees. So masculine and feminine energy, polarity, lots and lots of twin flame energy, lots and lots of being with relationships that work. And if they don't work, they're going to become very clear. Again, on a personal level, but also on a macro level, the relationships that we're having within the world, okay? Then we have Mercury, which is like, how are we getting this out? It is time to step into your voice. I don't care how many followers you have. I don't care what it is. I started this podcast because I felt the call to share my perspective. I'm not saying that I am right. What I am sharing here on my platform is my opinion. And if you don't agree with it, I accept that you don't agree with it because that is who you are. However, I would love, love, love if we could be open-minded and share to, to change the perspectives that are ingrained in all of us in some way, shape, or form. I will admit these perspectives and the trust that I have in the stars is my perspective, right? And I'm, I know that there are other ways to see things. There are other ways in feeling things. There are other vantage point, points to see things, but that is what we need. We don't need to point the finger and say, I'm right, you're wrong. We need to come together and say, let's have a discussion. Let's recognize what triggers us. Let's go deeper within our triggers. Let's alchemize this and rise from our anger, rise from our frustration because it is sacred. It is sacred. Passion is sacred in either direction, whether it's love or hate. It is a catalyst, y'all. But how are we using it? Are we honoring our instincts? Are we honoring our intuition? Are we honoring the, the wisdom of our body and our emotional intelligence? Or are we saying, yeah, I feel that. I feel that I've been here before. I've been here before. But the mind, the mind, the mind, the mind. Let me put on this persona. Let me step out into the world and say and do what everybody else is doing, what the celebrities are doing, what the stars are doing. We consult the stars in society that we define as celebrities to 
guide our way than the actual stars that should be guiding our way. And it's baffling to me. It's baffling. And again, here I am in my own space, sharing my own opinion. But we need to find a halfway point, y'all. A halfway point where we are able to recognize that we do have our own ingrained ways. But we also need to see those ingrained ways as portals of primitive, right, perspective. And that's where you go. You go all the way back. You go all the way back, okay? And there's a lot energetically going on with all of these roommates hanging out here, but the biggest thing is our succession. The ninth house is all about culture. It's all about religion. It's all about beliefs. It's all about our higher selves, learning about our higher selves, about our soul, astral travel, uh, long distance travel. And we also have Mars in the 10th house, which is all about fame, career, success, like our ability to shine, our ability to step forward, our ability to use our voice in a way. And we have the South Node straddling the Midheaven, half in the 9th house and half in the 10th house. And for me, that's like, we've been here before. We have our cultural beliefs, we have all this stuff, but like, how do we find a middle what? To succeed as a humanity, y'all, as humanity, not a culture, not a color, not a flag, as human beings, you have to go back to the way that we've been programmed from a very young age, regardless of what like culture you're born into, regardless of what family you're brought into, you're given a name, okay, in a certain place, you're given a race. You're imprinted with the belief systems and the values of your culture and of your family. Automatically, you're not given the opportunity to be a human and explore your your level of humanity and been brought up to think certain things, been brought up to feel certain things. And you can't tell me this isn't true. It is true. But you have to see that you're more than that. You have to see that you are a part of something more than that. And until you recognize that we are all human beings and there's no like there's no excuse for any type of, you know, gruesomeness or or or, you know, disrespect or anything of any kind. None. Like I have no space for that. And I don't feel that it is correct in any way. However, but I also feel like it comes from somewhere, right? It comes from somewhere and that is where we go. So personally, I have been feeling a lot of frustration. I've been feeling redirected and I've been finding lots of frustration in that and anger flavored more so with frustration and desire to step into what my mind tells me I should be doing Yet my body in the moment is being pulled somewhere else and I need to honor it. And I'm learning to begin to find a balance to alchemize that in some way and to find peace with where I'm being redirected to. This is, you know, my story and everybody has their own. 
But until we start to see ourselves in these ways, we will continue to see the outside world as separate because we've separated ourselves from how we truly feel and why we feel this way. It's easier to redirect our energy and our perspective and our ideas on something outside of us. But if you see separation outside of you, you have separation within you. And when your mind, your body, and your spirit are not functioning on the same plane, you will continue, and we as a collective and as humanity will continue to repeat these cycles. At the deepest core of our being, we want community. At the deepest core of our being, we want acceptance. At the deepest core of our being, we want love. We came from love. We desire to be loved. We want to give love. And yet it's the one thing that we are so fucking weird about. It's like, oh, somebody caught me with my love hanging out. Oops. Like, like it's a tragedy. Like, y'all, vulnerability is a strength. Joy is a strength. Sadness is a strength. Anger is a strength. Passion, love, hate is a strength. It is. Because the emotions are all equal. It's not the emotion we're talking about. It's the reaction that I'm talking about. The reaction is where you catch yourself and see yourself and go deeper. It won't work on a bigger scale if we don't start here and people have been saying this for ages and ages and ages and ages and yet for ages and ages and ages and ages we void it we've been taught differently and there's no way we're going to be going through this experience on saturday and coming out on the other side the same no way There's so much happening, so much happening. And Pluto is in the first house, which is self-transformation for true success, flavored in Capricorn. When are we going to transmute? In my opinion, I think it's going to happen now from what I'm seeing. Because we're, we're seeing it. We're seeing these cycles. We're seeing the happenings in front of us. And this time, because the energy of the collective is stepping into 5D, we've got a different shade of glasses on to see through. And my, my message to you is, use this time and what is coming up to go in and listen to the answers that are within your silence. The noise is going to be there. But the noise is a distraction to pull you from you and your essence because you in your essence are humanity. Every person. The love, the hate, all of it. Expressing itself in your unique way. All of those emotions in your unique way. 
and your unique way is needed because it's a part of the it's a part of the whole think of everybody's perspective and this is what's coming through is like think of a diamond a large diamond with all these different facets that whole diamond would not shimmer and shine as beautifully if it didn't have those different facets your opinion is just one of those facets if a diamond had one facet it wouldn't shine as bright it wouldn't twinkle accept that it is a part of the whole accept that duality is a part of life accept that there is a part of you that needs to be seen when you see something in the outside world when you notice it whether it's good or bad in the outer experience it's because it's also happening within you. You wouldn't be able to see it if it wasn't happening. Whoever smelt it, dealt it, right? Whoever denied it, supplied it, <laughs> right? It takes one to know one. Y'all, you grew up with this shit. You grew up with this shit. See it for what it is. Feel it for what it is. <sighs> so, I've gotten asked this a couple times. Can you manifest during the eclipse? Here's the thing. I truly believe if you feel guided to manifest, fine. But here's the caveat. Instead of asking for the external experience that you want to feel, ask to manifest the skills to keep what you desire, to attain it. Ask for the mindset. Ask for the grit. Ask for the emotions that are needed. Manifest those to keep what you are attempting to manifest on a bigger scale. We automatically look to manifestations in the form of relationships, money, partnerships, all, all of it, jobs, careers. But we don't think to start manifesting what we need, the skills, the talents, the grit, the thought process, the communication that we need to get there. The money management skills. All of it. So if you're talking about manifesting during eclipse season, it's typically not suggested because it's, it's a time of rest, especially coupling it with the new moon. It's definitely a time of rest. But if you feel compelled, that's your story. That's your, that's your perspective. And I say go for it. I don't think there's any right or wrong. I think astrology, the tarot, human design are tools that can help you navigate the the perspective that you feel resonates most with you and it's not the end-all be-all okay but rest is really 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 needed during this time so just making sure you're resting your body I'm choosing to fast and pray starting today I'm choosing to fast and pray I'm also choosing to go in nature because nature calms my nervous system I'm also choosing practices that don't heighten my nervous system because I think a lot of our nervous systems are very much um, heightened but calming it walking stretching yoga 
things of that nature. Reading, journaling. And again, just being aware of yourself. We're hyper aware of what's going on in the outer world, especially right now. But we need to be be as aware, if not even more aware of what's going on within. And pay attention to celebrities. Pay attention to the agenda. There's more than what meets the eye. There's more than what is being projected in the media. Right? BlackRock owns a lot of that. It dictates what is coming out. And I'm not saying don't listen. What I'm saying is just inquire with your body what feels right. Stop allowing other people to tell you what is happening. Stop allowing other people to infiltrate your mind and your emotions to manipulate you into another push. Go in. Explore, research. And to be honest, once you're on a level where you meditate, you can tap into the deeper realms of truth because the truth of the universe and the wisdom of the universe is in your DNA. You are a vibrational being of humanity. You are collected and connected to other forms of humanity. Drop into the heart and drop into the body during these times. Ground yourself. Support yourself. There's a lot of transformation happening and I'm excited to see it. I really am excited to see it because what I feel is coming is going to be beautiful, but it takes, it takes the chaos to clear the path for the way. It takes the chaos and without it, we wouldn't see it's what's coming to mind. It's like the tower moment. It's like the life that we thought we were living is literally crumbling. The foundations are restructuring and when you're in it, it's hard to see anything else but the crumble. But in the crumble, there is the opportunity to rebuild And we are rebuilding ourselves. And as we rebuild ourselves, we are rebuilding humanity. And as we rebuild humanity, we are rebuilding the trust and the unity that we were intended to lead with. That we were intended to be with. Trust your inner being. Trust the love in your heart. Touch that daily. Shift your energy daily. Go out in nature daily. Rest, drink lots and lots of water. Take breaks from electronics and from information. Again, the mind generates thoughts. That's a vibrational impulse that's going out into the world. You're either contributing to the chaos or you're contributing to the love and the peace. Same with your heart. Your heart expands even further than your mind, your, your brain waves. Drop into the heart. What are your emotions The thoughts will trigger emotions. Emotions will trigger actions. What is your heart expanding out into this world? What is the broadcast? And what do you want to broadcast? Use your voice. Use your silence. Those are the polarities. Use the love. 
Use the hate. Those are the polarities. Use the masculine. Use the feminine. Those are the polarities. I love you so much. And what's so beautiful about life is life gives us this permission to evolve, to grow, to see, to expand. And what I'm sharing is where I am in this moment. And it doesn't mean it's going to change or it's not going to change. I don't know. But when we give ourselves permission to do what we need to do without telling other people what they should be doing, we give permission for things to just fall away naturally, just like that exhale. And let's just take a deep breath together, closing the eyes. Hold at the top and just let it go. Don't force it out. Just let it leave the body. Keeping the eyes closed, just feeling your body shift in this moment. One more deep breath in. Hold at the top. I can't wait to see us rise in love. See you on the flip side. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode, please make sure that you like, subscribe, and share. I wanted to also mention that the 2024 Tarot Forecast Readings bookings are now open. I have just a few spots left. If you're interested in snagging one, scroll down to the show notes and you'll find the opportunity to get one there. I'm also toying with the idea of doing your personalized astrological forecast for the upcoming year. If that's something that you're interested in, please pre-order below. Thank you again. Love you so.